You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, okay, let's start that back over there. So what's what's wrong with your volume? Uh, nothing. It just sounded quieter. That's it's fine. I didn't mean to throw you off. It's okay. I was just wondering if somebody had touched the knobs or something. Okay. All right. We good? Yep. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's like as it was happening, I it took me a minute to realize what I was doing, mm-hmm. and then I started understanding like slowly the realization that wait, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Wait a minute, something's wrong. Is something typed wrong? Oh no, it's me. It's me. Like, I'm I the one that's was, wrong. I thought it was going to be me, and it was you. It was me. It I was know. you. I always have so much confidence in those things. I'm like, yeah, nope, I'm going to be fine with it. I'll fly through this. This will be no problem. No, it was me. It was me. Mm-hmm. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And I hope it wasn't ruined. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, we have so many uh, great things to get to today. We're going to give you a full recap of what happened over this last weekend. Uh, can I talk about that? And then something exciting in my neighborhood that I'm going to get to here in a minute. I am so excited to something talk about this. Something exciting in your neighborhood? Yes, I am so excited like to good talk exciting? about this. I think. I don't know. Wow. I don't know what's good or bad, but it's a new addition to my neighborhood that I did not know existed before. And now I am I am so excited for it. So anyway, we'll, we'll get to all that stuff here in a minute. I do want to say this. Thank you to everybody out there who is a fine listener of Fun Employment Radio. We've noticed uh, we've got quite a few new listeners over the last uh, month or so. So welcome to this podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you for finding us. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and all of those things. That'd be great. Also, um, little little t- little tidbit. Oh god. A little something that people in this show are in the know of. Uh, people that listen to this show, now you're in the know, uh, is this. There's a secret way to shop right when oh you go Oh, my God. It's, it's really not secret, I'm but it's you a the very side, helpful way that you I'm can do it. I'm giving you a side voice here because I'm like, you know, we don't want, want don't want to get out too much. Oh yeah, God. we do, actually. Uh, the secret is this. You go to funemploymentradio.com. You are way too perky today. And you click on the Amazon link. And let me tell you this. Nothing will make you happier than doing that because it's the, it's the best, best way. way. It's the best the way best to shop. Way to shop. The best way to do it. You feel so good after you do it. Yeah, you do. You feel great about mm-hmm. yourself. She's like, I'm I'm treating myself right now, but I'm also treating my favorite podcast to a bit of a little little cut of that, and uh, it's it's pretty great. It's pretty good. Your noises are out of control today. I'm giving the side voice and then a mm-hmm. wink. You know, I didn't do the finger and guns little, too. You're a little clicking. A little. Yeah, you yeah. do the click when you when you also give the wink. That's kind of mm-hmm. how that works. It's the best way to do it. That's uh, that's saying, hey, buddy, we're in the know together. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Okay. All right, let's talk about this weekend. So we, we brought it up a couple of times last week. Sarah and I were very fortunate to officiate a wedding of two lovely people over this weekend. Two and, adorably young and love people. Yes, indeed. And that was Kersey and Travis. So... Uh, we went out and, and officiated this wedding, and, and now there's a lot of stuff that goes with this, and we'll kind of kind of just walk through it. Um, but the wedding was up in Washougal, Washington, which is just north and and, and uh, east and east of Portland. So it's east of Van- so basically it's across the Columbia, and then it's in Washington and just east of Vancouver. Yes, 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so we and went up there. And closer than you'd think. It, I, I thought it was going to be like pretty far away. No, it's it's pretty much like across from Troutdale. This is getting internal. If you know Portland, then you'll know this. If you don't, it's about eh, maybe 40 minutes away is what it took. Yeah, Yeah, probably most. to get there at, at the most. Maybe not even that. So so we went to Washougal, though, but it's a, definitely a small town. And the uh, the wedding was taking place outside of Washougal, up into the country, up into the hills. And we were talking about this before, that we it didn't really know really what to expect. It would be the country, wouldn't it? It would be like the woods. Um, like the country woods. Well, yeah, but that is the country. Nor- Pacific sub- Northwest country is woods. That's the uh, same thing. I wouldn't think when you say country that it would be wooded areas. Country just sounds like, you know, cows and farms and Yeah, but that's also wooded, fields. though. That's the same thing. Mm, I, I don't Pacific know. Pacific Northwest country includes a lot of woods. I mean, it's, that's just what it is. We're in the woods in the middle of nowhere. Where we could, yeah. where we could have probably been murdered and nobody would have ever found us. Totally possible. Mm-hmm. So we, so our buddy Rick picks us up um, with our new friend David, and and we take off into the woods of Washougal. Now I don't know that area very well at all, and uh, and neither does Sarah clearly. And so we were we were getting taken up into these woods, and we're like, okay, just keep going, and then we keep going. And then we keep going. And they kept saying, like, you're, you're going to love this place that we're going to. There are so many weapons. You're going to love this place that we're going to. And I'm like, all right. Okay. I'm going to a place with a lot of weapons. This is weird. We're going here for a, for a wedding. But all right. We're getting out there. And so we get out into the middle of nowhere. And we pull in this driveway. Nondescript. You wouldn't really notice it unless you were a local and knew what you were, what you were going to. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get out. And we get into this thing. And before we got in, Rick just said, um, Forget all expectations you had of what this place is. Just erase your mind. Erase your mind. <laughs> walk in and then and then assess it. And we walked in, and this place was. It looked from the outside like a like a barn almost. It looked like a rundown barn. Like a rundown. Like it wasn't barn like a, yeah. yeah. It just it it was completely unassuming from the outside. Yeah. Like it just looked like an old like almost abandoned like rundown barn. Right, and a huge huge building. Huge I mean, really building. long. I don't know. God, I I, I would. I would have no idea how many yards that is, 70 yards or something long. I, I don't know. Very, very long. And you walk in there, and it was amazing. So this place used to be a bar, I guess, uh, outside of Washougal. And it, for a while, it was open. Um, we ended up talking to one of the uh, proprietors. Peggy. Yeah, this really, really, really <laughs> old woman awesome. who was out there. And so it used to be a tavern, and it's set up like a like a country tavern. Pretty much a really beautiful bar on one end and then just a ton of open space. And it was huge. And the the really fascinating thing was it was one of those things where every piece of decoration didn't make a whole lot of sense. I loved it. It was and like walking into was so an great. extra large um, version of like the inside of my apartment. Yes. Except yeah. for I have less weapons in my apartment. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the, that's <laughs> so one of the, the old owners, he collected uh, weaponry. Like, like like small arms weapons and like uh, and then different kinds of like weird oh. scary farm equipment thingies. Oh no, I'm not just small arms weapons. Uh, I think it's important that we say this. They were mounted on the wall <laughs> because that was part of the display. And I took some pictures that will get posted. No, we're talking about swords and axes and old pistols and muskets and artillery shells and some weird old kind of grenade thing that I saw. Like. It was – there were different displays of all of these weapons, and supposedly there were some maces that were there too. Uh, David said he used a mace to hold up one of the curtains, that there was an actual mace up on top of oh, something wow. that we couldn't look at because it was holding something up. David was allowed to hold a mace? I don't know. He just did it. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. It was 
I mean, I was a fascinated by that, but then there's all those other things that were just on the wall. There was like bikes mounted onto beams, and then and there's um, there was a chainsaw. There was like I looked up because we were there and everything's so wonderful. Like we walked in, it is like walking into a magical wonderland. It was just bizarre, but um, yeah. in the best way possible. In the best way possible. Like Rick could see it on both Greg and my face. I'm just like, holy shit, this place is amazing. And then when you think like I, I thought I was looking at all of it, and then no, there's a whole other section. Yeah, which is where like the wedding was going to happen. Right, but I mean. We were there for hours, and we didn't even see everything that no, there was there. No, there's. I mean, then you'll have a random like sewing loom, like an old, old, old-fashioned like loom is there, just sitting there, or giant moose horns, moose, yeah, yeah, or antlers, whatever. They're yeah, called. moose antlers, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, picture scenic pictures on the wall of some. Uh, massacre from the 1800s, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, just so creepy oh, yeah. velvet and a, paintings and a picture of yeah, creepy velvet paintings, and then some Nepalese section for some reason. There mm-hmm. was a there was a Nepal section too. It was just amazing, and so we were we were in there, you know, taking a look at this. Uh, oh, and the creepy the black and white children too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. were those were creepy. Yeah, creepy black and white photographs of children. <laughs> so like misshapen old timey children that were just kind of staring at you, like boring into your soul. Yeah, yeah, and all this was just part of different things on the wall. But then uh, on top of all that was this very beautiful setup for the wedding. Oh my god! That they had done uh, on top. So it was when I we say the best, it, it really was really really cool. It was this incredible juxtaposition of like this cra- like you're in this crazy barn thing, but at yeah. the same time it's like beautiful you know flowers and uh, wooden adornments and twinkle lights, and it's just like this beautiful like fantasy land amazing yeah. wedding setup in the midst of this barn that is just like not like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. It was really cool. And of course, uh, people were already drinking by the time we got there. So we joined in on that a little bit. Oh, yeah. But we had to be careful because, oh, yeah. And there was Mrs. Pac-Man and Shuffleboard, too, and a pool table. And, uh, yeah. The, oh, God. There's just so much. Mm-hmm. So much in this place. Um, so, you know, didn't didn't want to drink too much because Sarah and I were going to be officiating this wonderful wedding of about 150 people. Oh. Yes, it was a lot of people, and we didn't want to. We, you know, we didn't want to screw up, and so we had our lines. We had, um, you know, the scripts that were that were provided that they wanted us to read through. Mm-hmm. So we had it all detailed. We did like a quick run through. We're like, we're fine. We're gonna get this. Sarah got a little bit nervous because you're usually the one who gets nervous about speaking in front of people. I did. It's true, and there were a lot of people, and it was like a. There were. I mean, it was a lot. It we was met like a, a very... lot of people right off the bat because we don't really know. You know, many people. From no, and everyone's like, oh, how do you know, you know, how do you know the family? And so uh-huh. we have to you know, say it again and again and again. And then plus, like, there were a ton of people, but it was also, um, it was a big space, but it was also very intimate. So uh-huh. everyone was kind of like, all we're all in this room together. So, I mean, it felt like a lot more people than there actually yeah. were, I think. Yeah. Because, was, you know, and we had met a bunch of people. And, yeah, know. and everybody was nice. It was it was fun meeting everybody. I mean, yeah. You could tell, like, okay, this is going to be a fun group. But at the same time, there was business to attend the, to. The business, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay, this is going to be a great reception. Let's not screw up the business side of it. So we're... <laughs> we, yeah, because everyone's, um, like, having drinks and stuff, and Greg and I are both like, nope, can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. no, no. We don't no, want to no, muck it up. We'll, we'll have our beers right after, <laughs> the yeah, second we're done. Exactly. And uh, and so we, we get up there to the front. Everybody gets settled. You know, eventually the wedding is getting ready to go. Um, everybody's up there. 
Kersey comes up the aisle, you know, and then it's uh, Kersey and Travis, and we get the wedding started. And that's when Sarah and also, I Also, let me just say for uh, getting the wedding started that Greg, uh, we had initially stood on either side just trying to get it together, and then Greg made me switch sides with them because it was his better side. I didn't do it because of the better side. It feels more natural to me. No, that's and that's true with, like, any time I've ever played music, any time we're ever on stage with anything, I feel better being on the left-hand side. I don't know why. It just feels... Have you done that at listener events and I've just never noticed? Yes. Yes, I do. Interesting. Yep, always. It's just, it's the same thing with band, like like with Courage or anything like that, or any band I've been in. I, I just, I don't know why. I just feel weird having somebody on my left side. It's not that I can't do it. I just rather it be over on my right. I don't know why that is. Okay. It's not because of best looking side. I don't put that much thought into it. Uh, it's just a weird tick. It just feels, it just feels right. I don't know why. Um, anyway, that's so, so yeah, I did. I did make Sarah switch sides. <laughs> <laughs> so That's so, okay. I'm nervous enough. I'm like, I don't care what the yeah. hell side I'm on. Let's just do this and not mess it up and make this a magical day right. for this adorable couple. Jesus Christ, I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. And see, and I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with doing these things as long as I know what I'm doing. I had the script there. Like, you, you don't really have to go off the cuff. It was like, it was, it was. It was really, really good. We were gonna, we were gonna do this. We we're gonna nail this. And we get through the wedding. We get through, or we're, we're in the middle of doing the wedding. We go through probably about halfway through. Sarah and I have read through. I don't know, three we or four did. pages of script. And I do have to say, like the script wasn't that long, and every single word was meaningful, and it was great. But I mean, like. It is daunting when you're standing in front on a stage and uh, not on a stage, but in front of everybody. And there are, you know, grandparents and great uncles and kids and people have come in from all over the all place. All over the place. And all you can think in the back of your mind as you're reading, it's just like, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't <laughs> fuck it up. Everybody's watching you right now. It's and their then, special like, day. And then a page of what was completely <laughs> a reasonable amount of text when we were going through it now seems like it's a novel. <laughs> it's never going it's to end. It's never going to end. And I'm standing up there, you know, and you want all I'm doing in my head is like uh, holding onto this piece of paper, you know, reading it, looking at Kersey, looking at Travis, looking at the audience, eye contact, trying to maintain a steady pace and not talk too fast, trying not to mess up words. Yeah. Like, and the whole thing, and it just felt like I was talking forever. And finally, yeah, but we did get through it. And then well, came Greg's part. Okay. Hey, wait, let's not say then came Greg's part. I did plenty <laughs> before that. I kicked it off. I will say, though, that what happened with you I think it was actually a really good thing. Well, let's say what happened here okay. first. Um, number one, in the, <laughs> I'm I'm going to throw Travis under the bus a little bit here for this because it was hilarious. Do it in their so in their vows. You know, we got to this point where um, we got to the vows section, and uh, we had I had Travis go first. I think I led that part too, and I had Travis go first, and then Kersey in Travis's vows. It was hilarious because uh, you can tell they love each other. And they talked about this, but. In part of his vows, I could see the paper. I was the only one who could see it from my angle. And I was trying to read it just because, you know, it's right in front of me and nobody else could see it. And Greg's a nosy Nelly. Well, no, I was just mainly I was trying to think, okay, so when's he going to be done just that's so I know exactly what to do. That's exactly what I was doing with Kersey's too. I was looking for the last line. Yeah, so and that's I what tell. I was trying yeah. to figure out. Then, I, then I'm not caught off guard when all of a sudden he's done and I just stand there and don't say anything. So I was trying to see where he was. So I was scanning from the bottom up and I swore... I thought I saw the word boob scrawled onto this <laughs> onto his onto his vows. I'm like, no, there's there's no way he's gonna say boobs or boob in the middle of a in the middle of a wedding. Sure enough, that is what he did. He brought up the fact that I guess him and I mean, Kirstie have talked about a boob job somewhere down the line that she wants, I guess, something like <laughs> after they have kids. And she's very open about it. Yeah, this was like, she's not just a She's just like, after we have kids and I need to get these things lifted back up, you're going to buy me a boob And that was yeah. like their discussion. Yeah, and so that's what he brought up. He's like, and I will pay for the boob job that you want. And I'm sure I'm that like, this is okay to talk about considering this was in front of 
all of their friends and family. Oh, and I don't think anybody was, yeah, upset about this. No, it was hilarious. It, it, that's the thing. It was God. so funny and threw me off guard. And then, and then Kersey read hers, and they were just like wonderful. Just the sweetest. Just, yeah. Oh. Be more adorable, Kersey. Wait, well, not possible. And so that's the, that's the point where that's where I messed up because the key with these things is with these weddings, you can't get involved if you're the one if you're the one officiating it. I can't sit there and think about it. And the problem was I turned into a spectator for a minute, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh wow, this is really wonderful." Oh shit, I've got to do something now. Mm-hmm. I've got to read something. And we got to the wedding ring part, and this is where I messed up. And so. You just, you uh, accentuated the, the no. already unique ceremony. Uh, y- sure, I did it on purpose. Mm. No, I didn't. So what happened is, you know, uh, uh, Travis put the ring on her, and then, um, and then he was supposed to repeat this line that I was going to feed him. But instead of repeating the line, I skipped ahead on accident when I looked back down, and I started saying, Kersey, place this ring on Travis's hand. And then I just kind of sat there for a second looking at him like, that doesn't seem right. And it was building in my head. I'm like, that doesn't, why did I just say that? That's, Travis is the one putting the ring on, on her hand. And then I look up and they're kind of confused looking at me. And I'm like, ah, I, uh, I made a mistake. You're like, that's not right. That's not right. Yeah. And I just had to call it out and just admit it. I'm like, ah, that's, oops. <laughs> so I had to go back and then, uh, and then get, feed him the right line. But it was uh, good though. Cause if, if, if it had been like the pre pre boob job vows, that would have been more awkward than after right. the boob job. Vows. Yeah. <laughs> like that was hilarious. The, the tension was, I mean, there wasn't tension to begin with, but clearly like you could sense that everybody had the same sense of humor. Uh-huh. Like nobody was offended. So, I mean, yeah. if you can, I think that's a, that's the second, like I just relaxed, breathed. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like as soon as our boob job and you messed up and everyone's just laughing and having a good time, I'm like, okay, this is we can totally get through this. This yeah. is fine. Yeah, and the rest went went off very smoothly. You know, we we got through the rest of it, and it was just fine. I just in my head, I'm like, why did I just do that? Like, it was the simplest part of the whole thing too, mm. and I just I don't know. I just <laughs> I looked ahead. I wasn't thinking about it, um, but it uh, it did turn out to be so great, and it was it was just a lovely ceremony, and you know, and then we and then afterward, I think we did pretty. We good. hung out. I think we did all right. Yeah, I think. Yeah. We did. Well, you did great. I am. I have my one miss up, but I think it worked out okay. Oh no, my I was like totally panicking. Like I was, my mouth was moving and reading words, <laughs> but in my head, I was just like, Sarah, don't fuck up. What are you doing? Don't fuck yeah. up. Are you talking too fast? Maybe slow down a little bit, Sarah. Don't mess it up. Look at Kersey. Oh, she looks so cute. Oh, she's looking at you. Are you talking too fast? Are you not doing it right? Why is Travis looking at you? Do you have something on your face? Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ended up, you You did a great job. As and, did uh, you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. You know who did the best job? Rick and Mel for making the most yep. adorable little bride I've ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, next to my sister, who always has to be the best. Right, player. sure. Mm-hmm. It's a big competition. I'm sure your sister was going to listen in and just be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying my sister sounds like? Yes, that's exactly. I'm going to go ahead and play this for her when I go to visit her. And... Yes, that's exactly how your Heather, sister sounds. I'm playing this for you at over Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> this is what Greg thinks you sound like. <laughs> Sarah. That is not what your sister sounds like in any way, shape, or form. Oh, wow. Backpedal. I was much? making fun of you for making her sound like that's how uh-huh. she sounds. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, so d- did that and then hung out for the... Uh, for the reception, we was met so many a ton people. Of fun. Met well, I think I learned so many people. I learned so much about Washougal 
Like, yeah. I didn't realize what a small town it was, but I mean, um, basically, the Rutherfords, uh, the the family, Rick and Mel and Kersey, well, not not Kersey Rutherford anymore, but um, they're like the like the royal family of the of Washougal. Yeah, the king of Washougal. They was what Rick really was. Yeah. are. Like, I'm uh-huh. like people were almost like kissing their hands as they were walking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a fur coat on their yes, as he walked into the door. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was fun because it. It definitely is a small town. Oh, and there was you a know, little old English lady with a big uh, fuzzy pink coat. She did. A b- big and she had tons pink... of bobbles on. And bobbles I, and makeup. Yes. And she was she, amazing. She is you in the future. <laughs> she was great. Yes. Minus the accent. Minus the accent. Yeah. Because your mm-hmm. accent doesn't quite doesn't quite fly as Mm-mm. well as theirs does. No, it didn't really work. No. Um, but yeah, hung out at this thing and then uh, and then went back. F- yeah. Afterward, went to, went to another party. It was just so much fun. And we're so thankful to uh, to have been a part of it. No, the whole thing was fun. I mean, getting it to really be, was. That's why I really love being a part of people's weddings like that because we get the best seat in the house, man. Like, yeah. we get front row and center, and plus, like these, uh, like Kirsty and Travis are also like young, but I mean, they're uh, they're a hundred percent. They are solid. But seeing like these two young kids just like stupidly in love uh-huh. was just the cutest thing yeah. ever. Oh my god. It was just the sickeningly sweet. It was yeah. So great. So yeah. Great. And just full of nice people. And they walked people. down the aisle to Metallica. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, th- shoot. Okay. Yeah. Well, so going back before <laughs> when they were walking down the aisle, it wasn't just Metallica, though. They were playing like classical music. And I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. What does that sound like? <laughs> I think it was one is what they walked down to. Yeah, I I think that's what it was. Yeah, they walked down to classical music version of Metallica. It was badass. And even Travis, like when when uh, it started, because he couldn't see Kersey yet, he looked at me. He's like, "How awesome is it that we have Metallica for this?" Like, like, yeah, dude, it's it's great. Now you got to get married though. (laughs) Let's pay attention. (laughs) All right, let's do this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so anyway, a a lot of a lot a lot a lot of fun. and I ended up uh, walking off with like five pizzas because there was extra pizza that was left over. Oh, I know. So, that pizza was really good, too. Yeah, yeah. So lots of pizza was Lots consumed. of pizza. Lots of pizza was consumed. Um, yeah, so that was like the funnest day. So thank you to Rick and Mel yeah. and everybody for just that, – that was so much fun. And uh, it was just such a an honor to be yeah, a part of it. absolutely. Yeah, that was And then, okay, so, so we spent Saturday together. And then you've been babbling to me about something that happened yesterday yeah. that you're super excited about. Yes. I don't really know the context. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. So I got back on Sunday, stayed up there in uh, in Washougal on Saturday night, and then came back on Sunday, and I saw something in my fade to black. That's what it was. It was fade to black. I don't know why I was saying one. Um, fade to black was the Metallica song they walked down the aisle with. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, I got back home, and you know, and we've talked about. You know, I live here in Southeast Portland, and uh, I've got some some strange things that happen in my neighborhood from time to time. My house is weird on its own right. You can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Nightmare at Nibblers link. If you'd like to see the inside of my home, it's right there on display in that video. Uh, you can purchase that for, I think... Uh, That's a weird way to word it. Well, you can see the inside of my house. You want to see the inside of my house? You can. Take a look at it. Yeah. Yeah, I live upstairs at the house, so I oh, own the home Jesus in the converted Christ. attic. No! There, we've got new listeners that may not know. So, yeah, I live in the upstairs part, and then I've got two roommates that I run it out to. Not the same roommates that are in the video, it's being asked in the chat if you... So you do live in a converted attic. Yeah, I live okay. in the upstairs, but it's like fully finished. I okay. mean, it's it used gotcha. to be the attic, but it's oh, fully finished. Okay, no, I can't even do this. Converted. Okay. And then I got a backyard, and then I have my strange 
now, well, it used to be meth-head neighbors. Now I have Russian neighbors, and I don't know what they're up to, um, with tons of cars that always change out every day. There's different cars, different cars, about 10 of them. So, Aren't they, like, removing tickets from their other cars, too? Well, I'm, okay, I don't know how much of that I want to say. They've got a, they've got a car that uh, possibly has been sitting there and looks like it's abandoned forever. I'm just saying with my own eyeballs because I've seen that car stickered. I've seen yeah. it ticketed, and every time I go by, the ticket's gone, the sticker's gone, and the car's still there. Yeah, they just they just take off the uh, – because it's, it's basically abandoned. It's been sitting there for six months oh, in the same yeah. spot, mm-hmm. never moved. Like the tires are going flat. And so finally the city is trying to get ready to move it. And I've seen I, – I too have seen it two or three times. They've had um, tickets and signs on it and stuff from the city. I don't go over there because I don't want to get associated with it, um, even though I'm super stoked that it's leaving. And then they just take it off and nothing ever happens. Is it leaving? Yeah, because I mean, I don't they know. just keep doing it and – I don't know. Uh, I think – looks like people in chat are saying what the stickers are. I know there was a yellow ticket and I can't remember what the other – I saw a green sticker on it. Uh, it was like a toe notice sticker. Okay. And then yeah. they like stuck to the side of the window. I know because I see those, in, you know, I see them around town when I'm walking or whatever. Yeah. And it's usually like, you know, your car has been here for, you know, has been called in or it's been here long. If it hasn't moved within 72 hours, then they'll do something with it. Okay. But I think they just peeled that sucker right off yeah, and just they're leaving it it's there. It's off of there as of this morning. It's like they don't have anything on it. So maybe they'll, I don't know, hopefully they'll, it'll be moving on its way. Yes, because the city did such a good job also of getting of, rid of the meth heads that were next to you for exactly, so long. Exactly. I have no faith in that. The <laughs> problem is the car is parked in front of my property, so it looks like it's my car. That's yeah. that's where one of my big problems with it is. I had another neighbor already ask me about it. It's so annoying. Like, so what's the deal with that car out in front of your house? I'm like, it's not my car. and It's not my car. Anyway, <clears throat> won't get into that part. But I did find something else out in the neighborhood that I didn't realize I had one of these characters. And it was on my way home. And I drove down just one of the side streets near my house, and I see a bunch of blur, uh, bunch of blurs, bunch of birds, <laughs> like pigeons, all on the side of the road, all you know, fluttering around. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is going on up sky there? Rats. Like, sky rats. Yeah, sky rats, as some people could call them. Yeah, tree rat. Well, no, tree rats are squirrels. Yeah, some people call that. Yeah, squirrels. Yeah. Which I don't believe that. I think squirrels are adorable. Well, pigeons are are like rats, rats with wings. Mm-hmm. So. I'm looking down there and I'm like, why are they all fluttering around as I'm driving down the street? And then I realize there's somebody standing there and I see this guy walking right into the middle of all of these pigeons. It is, I get closer and closer and I see, it looks like the guy's throwing stuff out, like feeding these birds. And then he holds out his arms almost like a Jesus pose as I'm driving up towards him, (laughs) raising his arms out, you know, like what's the, uh, the statue in Brazil? Christ the Redeemer or whatever. Oh, the scary, oh, the oversized Jesus? Yeah. Oh, that one, I don't like that one. Yeah, he's like holding his arms out like that. It's too big, yes. And and the uh, these birds are landing on him. The birds landed on his arm. What is it, like an Ace Ventura when he's like, come to be jungle friends? Uh, and they all like... Jump. I don't know if it was like that, but he's holding his arms out and these bird lands on his right shoulder. Another one lands on his left and he's sitting there looking at them, smiling. And as I drive by, he looks at me and smiles with this like, like almost smug look like, yeah, check me out. And he's this older guy with a gray beard. He is a pigeon dude. He's a pigeon man oh in the neighborhood. Oh my God. I I've don't even have a pigeon the, man in my neighborhood. I've got a crazy bird pigeon man. 
And so, he, I mean, clearly he does this a lot. The pigeons seemed to know My him very well. My neighborhood seems like it should, I should have a pigeon man, not yours. I didn't know I would have one. And especially in this section of the neighborhood, it seems like one of the most tame places. But no, there is a pigeon man in my neighborhood. I don't know what to do about it. What, but I, mean, I was what are, so excited. What would you do about it? I don't know. I don't know whether I want to get to know him. It's not like I'm trying to stop him. You know, he can do whatever he wants. I mean, I think pigeons are disgusting. Uh, I think it's gross when they land on you Maybe like that. Maybe he's lonely and it makes him happy. Oh, sure. Exactly. It's, he seemed to be pretty happy about it. I mean, he was definitely in control of the situation. The life but of I, a pigeon man. But I also, I, I want to know, like, should I... Should I try to befriend this guy? You absolutely 100% should try to befriend him. Sh- should I befriend the pigeon man? Or is he a little bit dangerous? You know, do I, do I want to be friends with the pigeon man? Oh, well, those make the can't be the same. Those can be separate things. I mean, yes, he can be a bit dangerous, but yes, you should befriend him. But I should befriend him. Mm-hmm. Because this, I mean, have you ever seen him I mean, before? He looked, he looked very proud of what he was All doing. All right, let me ask you this. And I don't mean to be judgy. Yeah. The pigeon man looked like he had a pigeon home. Um. Yeah. Like pigeon man wasn't yeah. like some crazy. Yeah. Like no. he didn't look like he was. He did not look just, like he was a homeless man. Okay. In there. No, he didn't. He looked like he's he's like pigeon got man a home. looked like he had his, uh, his he had his wits together it, a bit. Well, I don't. I'm not going to go that far. I'm okay. just saying, if we're just judging by appearance, he did not look like he was a homeless man. He looked his beard was well kept. Uh, he he's, he had. Normal clothes on. I don't know. He didn't look like he was somebody. Just um, old. So old white dude covered in pigeons with gray beard. Covered in pigeons and just flocks of pigeons at his feet. And so pigeon man's there, you know, with his, well, I don't know what he was giving him, bird crumbs or something like, or, or bread crumbs, excuse me, bread crumbs. I want to call um, them bird crumbs. Bird crumbs. <laughs> feeding the birds bird crumbs. <laughs> Gotta feed the birds the bird crumbs. Sack of bird crumbs. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what he what he does. Like, how does one become that? When does one start to decide, oh, Okay, I'm going to feed some of these birds. Oh, I want them crawling all over me and with their disgusting little feet and their diseases. And I don't know, for us, for all I know, he could have been feeding them out of his mouth at some point, you know? Well, so, you didn't see him feeding them out I didn't see him do that, mouth. but I could see him. I mean, the way they were so familiar with him. This is this is a thing. This is his lifestyle. Well, maybe he's like a bird guy, and he's not really a pigeon guy, but like his birds. Oh are no, it was all pigeons. Like, it was all pigeons. I mean, couldn't anybody be a pigeon person if they like brought enough bird seed? I suppose, but who your, does like that, sprinkle though? it on himself? But who does that? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if you can get a pigeon to jump up on oh, your it's like the, arm. Like the bird lady from uh, Home Alone 2, yeah. lost in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick in the chat says, Pigeon Man probably lives in the house with his mother's corpse. <laughs> yeah, hey, that could be. Mother, mother, I'm home. Mother, you should have seen all the pigeon friends I made today, mother. Mother, I had to feed the pigeons. So, mother, I, they'd, be, they'd be starving without me, mother. <laughs> So, I mean, could be. How close to your neighborhood? Like, how close to your house was he? Uh, he's he's a few blocks away. I would say, well, not even a few. Uh, probably three blocks, four blocks. Okay. Four blocks close. maybe from my house. Yeah, not too far. It's pretty close. He's, a, he's around a corner, but he's not very far from my house. I go by there all the time. So, I, I just, I, I kind of do want to know his story. And I want to know how you get from point A to point um, pigeons pigeon? crawling all over you <laughs> before you become pigeon man. And... And again, he didn't seem like this this was not a distraught situation. He was proud of it. Like he was almost like bragging with his look. Are you at me. sure he was proud or was he just happy? He looked at me though. I mean, he was proud of what he was doing. He was proud was of he these pigeons. Smugly, like, yeah, that's right. These pigeons uh, all there was, love me. felt like maybe there's a little bit of that in there. A little smug pigeon. A little look. bit of smug. Okay. Um, but he's definitely got control of these things. 
I mean, they are they were his flock, the Pigeon Man's flock. So I want to find out about Pigeon Man and what the hell goes on. With I him. want you to try and be a Pigeon Man. I don't think I can be the Pigeon Would Man. Would you do no. it? No. If we bought some bird seed. No, because I don't like them crawling on me. I think it's oh no. When and this isn't this sounds stupid, but in in Venice there's. Because uh, I've been there a couple of times, and there's a square where that's the thing to do. You buy bird seed, and then you throw it all over yourself, and then these birds swarm you. And that's what all the tourists do. And it's the, the most disgusting that thing. Terrifying. Yeah, they're paying to have these things crawl all over them. These pigeons, and I just want nothing to do with it. No. Uh, our friend Silk is saying that uh, maybe you're afraid that the birds might pick you up and fly <laughs> and fly, <laughs> fly away with fly, you. Fly away with me? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think I. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I do want to know his story, though. I think that when you I see do. him again, because clearly this isn't his first pigeon rodeo. Like, no. He's, he's done this before. No, he knows what he's doing. I mean, this is, that's his corner. I don't know whether he does it in other places or just his one corner. Does the pigeons I mean, must know to come with him? it established? Like, were the pigeons all around? It didn't look like a spot where pigeons would normally be. Mm-hmm. So they must come to him. All right, so that must be close to where he lives then. It, I think it's got to be close. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he lives on that corner or where, but he's got to live close to there, wherever it is. And those pigeons know him. Wow. He is so that the, is, wow, it's quite the exciting weekend he is in the Greg pigeon Town. Man. I've got a pigeon man in my in my neighborhood. Went to a fun wedding party, and then you got to see the pigeon man? I got to see the pigeon man. The fabled pigeon man? Yeah, I want to find out. I'm going to ask some other neighbors about him and just see if I can track the neighbors down. who think that those the all the cars in front of your house are yours? Yeah, God damn it. The neighbors probably all think that you're the crazy guy, so like... When did that Greg guy start hoarding cars in front of his house? Jeez, I know, probably. Can't do anything about it. Gotta put my faith in the city. Oh, that's always a good thing. I'm sure that'll work out real well for you. Now it's been about six months. Maybe longer. Anyway, the pigeon man. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, first up, I have a story out of Los Angeles. And this is a young man uh, by the name of David Desmond who'd like to tell it to you. Now, David Desmond just couldn't believe his eyes when he walked into a Chipotle and saw a sign advertising a 300-calorie chorizo burrito. David Desmond thought it was too good to be true. He's like, holy shit, I love chorizo. I love burritos. Only 300 calories. Mm-hmm. This is going to be amazing. It came with white rice, black beans, fresh tomato salsa, and sprinkles of cheese. Okay. Now, eager to experiment with Chipotle's uh, new cal- low-calorie option, Desmond purchased the burrito. While eating it, however, he realized that something was wrong. Which means he decided to file a complaint at the Los Angeles County Superior Court because he claims that he felt excessively full after eating the 300-calorie burrito. And he realized that the burrito couldn't have been just 300 calories after eating the entire thing. And he thinks that it was more than that, and that Chipotle is trying to make him fat. Chipotle is trying to do that to mm-hmm. him. Okay. Well, similar circumstances unfolded. Well, of course, this is all happening in LA, where people are like, "No, it says 300 calories." This reminds me of that episode. Do you remember of uh, Seinfeld? Mm. Um, where there was a low-fat yogurt place. Oh yeah, that's right. And they tested it. And they tested it because they were all getting like they were all gaining a lot of weight. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, oh no, it's oh it was fat free. Yeah, fat free. Fat free, but it wasn't fat free. But it wasn't fat free, and everyone started to get fat. But who eats a burrito <laughs> like that? 
really thinking that, okay, it's exactly 300 calories. I mean, A, it's going to fluctuate anyway. That's what I think. Depending on how big they make it. Yeah. Well, I, I would be kind of, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm not, you know, sitting there eating skinny burritos. But, I mean, if you get a little bit more burrito for your money, wouldn't that be a good thing? Well, I always think that that is a good thing. I would think that would be an excellent thing. It's like bonus. Thing. Yeah, it's a bonus burrito. Like, you get a little bit more. But you're also eating a burrito. You don't eat burritos constantly. Eat a salad. Exactly. Eat it. If, if you're really trying to watch out for your... Yeah. That's just it. Like if you Or get... eat smartly. Or, I don't know, don't go to the Chipotle. Ding, ding. Well, Desmond wasn't the only one who felt like he was overeating. Well, another guy named Edward Yurvich purchased Wait the same burrito at a Chipotle location in Burbank. And he, too, was alarmed at the burrito's size. Though he Who was gets also... upset at a bigger burrito? Asshole That's Californians? A bu- I don't I, know. You, he also was You're always happy when it's bigger. That the burrito he purchased contained only 300 calories. The burrito he ultimately consumed, he said he believed, was at least double that. As he's eating it, was he complaining and typing? This burrito is too bad. So that guy, so the first guy was in L.A., the second one was in Burbank, and there's a third man who was also complaining, who filed a complaint because he felt bloated after eating his burrito. <laughs> after he consumed, uh, uh, consumed oh. his burrito at a Chipotle inside of the Century City Westfield Mall. I feel like this is almost an office space kind of thing, where they're all like pretending to be overly full, but they're all like really secretly friends, and they're trying to win like the big money for the Chipotle burrito lies. I don't know. This also just sounds like a bunch of whiny fucks. Well, Desmond Gervich and Kim filed the lawsuit against Chipotle that claims the fast da- uh, casual dining chain lulls its customers into a false belief that the items they are eating is hel- are healthier than they really are. They claim that the mislabeled sign, which, again, they were unable to prove if it was a mislabeled sign, um, is grounds for a class action lawsuit and are suing the company on behalf of, this is what they wrote on the thing, all people who have eaten at Chipotle in the past four years. Oh, jeez. Wow. As restitution, the three men are seeking unspecified damage and, and an injunction against Chipotle that prohibits the country from using misleading information. So uh, they said that it's because the company says that they're food with integrity and they're a healthy eating mantra. It doesn't mean that you should eat Chipotle every day to be healthy. No. You know what you can do? Just like, that's one burrito one time. Just don't eat there again. Yeah. You get a, you get shitty. Nope, you sue them. That just makes you seem like an asshole. Sue them. Sue them. So three individually. There's no place else to get a burrito from other than Chipotle in Southern California or wherever they're from. Three different places in California. That's why I'm saying it seems like an inside job. What are you going to a Chipotle for anyway? There's plenty of burritos you can get there. Yeah, more delicious. You can probably burritos. get yeah, very delicious burritos. I don't know. I just find it very. I'm suspect. gonna sue him. I find it very suspect that three different men all decided that they were too bloated. Actually, now that I think about it, because I took home some of the leftover pizza, it was a lot of pizza, and I ate an extra piece too much for lunch today. So I think I'm gonna sue somebody. No. Oh. You could have, if you had too much pizza, you could have offered me some. I'm eating my rice and chicken bowl. Trying to be good for hot Hawaii. Oh, we do have a lot to talk about. Hot Hawaii? Is that what we decided? I don't think hot Hawaii is. No, I wanted Operation Hot Hawaii. I'm still doing I okay. don't know about Operation Hot Hawaii. Okay. It's got to have a different name. All right. Well, next up out of Kent, Washington, a 64-year-old woman has been arrested and charged with first-degree arson in connection with the fire that she set... At a Kent strip mall this past weekend, uh, she initially started it 
at a Dollar Tree. The King County Prosecutor's Office charged Linda Poplowski with first-degree arson. Uh, oh, bail was set at $225,000. Wow, Linda, get your shit together. Several businesses in the strip mall uh, on Pacific Highway in Kent were destroyed in the fire. So according to court documents, the woman, quote, became upset because there were no shopping carts at the Dollar Tree store that she was shopping at. She left the store, returned shortly afterward, and told employees that she was going to burn it to the ground. Wow. Burn it to the because there were no shopping carts? Yes. This is a 64-year-old woman. How much was she buying at the Dollar Tree that necessitated a shopping cart? I don't know, but she, she left. She was still angry, returned shortly, told employees she was going to burn it to the ground. The woman then went into the aisle where the cards and party supplies were and then left the store, telling employees the store was on fire. Employees found uh, found a fire in that aisle and attempted to extinguish it, but were unsuccessful. The defendant had stayed at the location of the fire and was apparently taking pictures and video of the fire as it continued to burn. The defendant was found to have a lighter on her person. Wait, she was standing there videoing it while she watched it burn? She was videotaping it while she was watching it burn. Uh, Nobody was hurt. However, she wasted a fuck of a lot of people's time. 75 firefighters were called to the three-alarm fire. So she is being held on $225,000 bail. Not worth it, I'm Linda. I'm going to guess she's not going to be able to pay whatever the fine is. Mm. If she was going to shop with She just doesn't a... seem very pleasant. No. Not very pleasant. There's no... All right, Greg, I, w- I pulled this next story because I wanted to see if you think this could actually be true, which I 100% don't believe so. There's a man in Brunswick, Georgia, who is claiming now, today, November 21st, how many days is it after the election? What was that, the 8th? Yes. Yeah, so uh, almost two full weeks after the election. Yes. A man in Brunswick, Georgia, is now claiming that he still doesn't know the results of the U.S. presidential election because he has kept himself off of the internet and not looked at anything else that's happening. Wait, I call this is bullshit a bragging on this. point. How is that something to brag this about? This is this guy who's saying <laughs> he's, he's bragging about. That's this. embarrassing. He doesn't know you. the results of the presidential election. Says that his accidental art project began with a simple party invitation. This guy's name is Joe Chandler. Said he found. Uh, he found the presidential race to be so stressful that he declined an invitation to an election night party. Uh, he said, you know, everyone's going to be there stressing out, hanging out. And I thought, oh, there has to be a wetter, better way. So Wait, how can he not know? As soon as if I saw exactly this guy for one second, I would yell out and just so, so he, he I would around not let wearing somebody... a sign saying, I don't know who won. Please don't tell me. Fuck that. What I would tell you, him a in a kid? second. Yeah. So this guy went to bed not knowing about, of course, the eventual victory. And when he woke up feeling peaceful the next day, he decided to try and make the feeling last. Uh, he said, having that, subtracted this myself... Is so dumb. Yes, it's so dumb. Yes. Uh, he said he's, uh, he's subtracted himself from the mayhem of digital media and the political fracas. Wow. What a smug piece of shit. He is a smug piece of shit. I kind I'm of sorry, found, this guy pisses me off. I kind of found the center of the cyclone. It's very peaceful in my bubble of ignorance, he goes on. He said it wasn't too difficult for him to avoid having the results spoiled because he works from home and keeps clear of TV, radio, newspapers, and social media. He wears headphones when he leaves his house along with a sign reading, I don't know yeah. who won and don't want to. Please don't tell me. Okay, this is not reality, though. You cannot live like that. No, right? you cannot live like that. Uh, he says he knows he can't avoid the results forever, but he has yet figured out, uh, but he wants to figure out how he wants the news to be broken. You are such an... Oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know why. This guy just makes me irrationally he angry. He makes me irrationally... That's why I kind of wanted to pull this, too, because A, news stories are more and more difficult to find, and B, because I wanted to see if this made you feel as... Yes. I don't like it. I don't like this man. Angry. 
And I think he's lying. And see, I think he's lying. Yeah, he's full of shit. He's well, not telling the also, truth. Why is this even a story? Now I'm just getting ticked off about it. Well, because, Greg, every other story is about how, you know, the world's about to end, and I don't know what to do, and this I need true. filler for my fucking segment. So okay. This is what we're doing. <sighs> and finally, a Pennsylvania man whose company scoops poop <laughs> has okay. publicly admitted that he purchased fake secret service identifica- uh, identification cards and badges online from China to impress women on a dating site that were not impressed with the fact that he scooped poop for a living. Yeah. This guy's name is Christopher Diorio, 53 years young, pleaded guilty uh, to a count of fraudulently using an official secret service seal. He acknowledged that, uh, Let's see. So he would flash his ID card during traffic stops and try to use Secret Service badges to get government rates for hotel rooms to impress the ladies. So, How often uh, did that work for him? Can uh, you just flash a government badge at a hotel and get a discounted well, let's room? Let's see. And, and that's what I was wondering, too. I'm like, nobody tells you about the government perks. What, you get, like, discounts for working there? Why? I mean... All right, so let me tell you how the investigation began. The investigation began okay, when uh, it's police being noted say, uh, by uh, I won't even say his name to associate the business, but yeah, no, he works for a resorty kind of chain mm-hmm. or resort-ish thing. Uh, says that yes, you can. Huh. You do get discounts. Mm, I'll be. All right. Well, the investigation began when uh, Diorio flashed a Secret Service ID card after an officer pulled him over for a faulty brake light. Uh, Diorio told the officer. Who pulled him over? Uh huh. That he was a U.S. Secret Service agent who had just returned from the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. The credential also said uh, Diorio was a senior special agent in the Protective Services Division. Well, further investigation revealed uh, that Diorio's first and last name matched that of a real Secret Service agent, but nothing else. So I guess there is a Secret Service agent with his same name. However, he's not that person. Uh, Diorio later confessed that he bought the IDs and badges for 100 American dollars online. And that's when he also began to identify himself as a federal agent on online dating sites. In reality, Diorio owns and operates Doodle Scoopers, which is the pet poop scooping business. More power to him. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with Doodle Scoopers. No. He should be proud of Doodle Scoopers, and he should be proud of the fact... That he came up with such an amazing name. Well, he's got his own business, but yet he's going to be... <laughs> so he gets discounts at hotels, and that's supposed to impress the ladies? I think I'd be more impressed that he owns his own business. I mean, it's obviously working if he's getting them to come back to the... I mean, fraudulent or not, they're going back, whether they think it's because of the Secret Service thing. Well, or... you guys, don't purchase any like fake service, Secret Service stuff online, because uh, this uh, using a fraudulent seal, pretending yeah. to be uh, part of the government, carries up to five years in prison. Five years in prison for pretending to be in the Secret Service. You know what? That's, that's Just go fine. online. I'm okay with you that. can find some good hotel discounts. Just do that. Yeah, you don't pretend to be in the Secret you Service. You don't need that's to do not, that. No. I mean, it's just not worth it. How many. I mean, if it worked on somebody, now there's some woman out there like, shit. I just still really like the name Doodle Scoopers. Yeah, that would have worked fine for him. Mm-hmm. Use that. Well, never know. There you have it, my friends. Try it. That's your world of crazy. 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 Crazy.
Ew, what the fuck was that? I don't know. I don't know why I did that. All right, um, we do need to say something special to somebody very special yes. right now. It could, uh, first off, big thank you to our fine sponsor, Next Adventure, nextadventure.net, or of course their flagship store. They're on the corner of Stark and Grand. They are wonderful supporters of Fun Employment Radio, and we appreciate them And they're just so a wonderful much. place in, in general. They really are. People. Yeah, yes. almost 20 years here in the Portland area, and, and now beyond because of nextadventure.net. So wherever you are, you can go and check them out. Uh, right now, they've got uh, 20 to 70% off uh, marmot uh, jackets, which that's not marmot like the animal. It's marmot. That's the brand. The okay. brand is marmot. They're not actual jackets made okay, out of Okay, we're not going to get into the marmot discussion again I'm just, because well, it's I'm just very saying. confusing. Uh, well, I know. I'm, I'm trying not to confuse. So. <laughs> and for everybody, I mean for me. <laughs> uh, so go to nextadventure.net right now to find some great savings or, or stop by their store there in, in, on uh, Stark and Grand. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the birthday of one of the fine founders of Next Adventure, and that is Brian. Oh, my goodness. It's Brian's birthday. Oh, Brian's so awesome. If you've ever met Brian, you know how wonderful he is. He's... He's will tower over you. Well, at least us, because we're small people. So I think he towers over a lot of people. Over He's a, a pretty people. tall gentleman. He's a p- pretty tall gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is indeed. Yes, and one of the nicest people you will ever meet. He is so much fun to be around and such a great person. And that reflects that's reflected in their store of why it's such a great place to go. And so it's Brian's birthday today. So big happy birthday to Brian. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. We need to get a beer with Brian pretty soon. Yeah, it's been way too long. It's been too long since we've done that. Yeah, and yeah, just great, great people there. So happy Mm -hmm. birthday to Brian. All right, uh, should probably wrap up for the day. I want to say congratulations again, though, to Kersey and Travis. And also, too, um, big thanks to Rick and Mel for. Yes. for putting that all together and for everything. to be a part of it. That was such a fun weekend. It really was. It was great, and we appreciate it so much. And just like we appreciate every one of you out there that listens to our show, you can send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Radio, or like us on Facebook, or if you're listening to us via a podcast app, give us that, uh, take that one second to give us the five-star review or the, the, top, the top review. Because that'd be great because it if helps you, us out. If you'd like to, that'd be really wonderful. If you'd wonderful. like to, it does make a big difference for us. Mm-hmm. And it actually goes a long way doing that one little thing. It adds up. It and does. It, it really and, does help and it, out. And it helps you know draw attention to us, to people that yeah. might not have, have heard of the show before. It helps us to keep doing the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you can just take one second and do that, however you listen, just to give us the you know the iTunes review or wherever it is. That'd be great. Awesome. Um, tomorrow on the show, we'll be joined by Wendy Weiss, who's going to be in here. The... Uh, well, she's a comedian and here a in stripper. Portland and mm-hmm. a stripper. So, so this is she's the first. Both. Yeah, yeah. This is, I think, the first time we've had that combo. I think in so. The studio. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had that. Ex- no. Yeah, and it's cool because we don't know her very well, and we have a bunch of mutual friends, so we're really looking forward to having her. Uh, yeah. in the studio. Yeah, and she's got some great events that are coming up this week, so we'll be talking to her tomorrow on the show. But in the meantime, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. We really, really do appreciate it sincerely. So uh, we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. With more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Okay, stop. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.